Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self Made Podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Turcha, and this is where we talk all things health, wellness, lifestyle, business, and mindset. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Um, I have my older brother, Anthony, back on, and we're going to talk all things business, um, what it's like being self-employed, the mindset of like an entrepreneur. We're going to kind of dive into, we're both in sales a bit, so we're going to talk about like that, um, and who knows where we'll go. I feel like our episodes kind of go every direction as we talk, because it's not really script. We don't script anything, so nobody. we are knows. just going to chat. So, um, Anthony, say Hi. Hi. He's back. Um, we we're actually on our second episode of the day. We're busting these out so I can get around for you guys. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> she screwed up last week, so I made sure we're not going to uh-huh. have that happen twice just for you kids. <laughs> I'm excited for this episode, though, because um, I feel like business and this isn't stuff that I've really talked about on my podcast mm. too often. It's more mindset. So this would be a good one because, like I said, we're both in sales. We're both entrepreneurial mind like work mindsets um our dad is self-employed he's in sales too i feel like our little brother will also be in sales we're all kind of the same and so um yeah i feel like we have a lot to talk about in this episode so we all have the same last name that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) well i want to first kind of start off with just talking about what it's like being self-employed um this can be broad but you haven't always been self-employed so i think that'll be a cool angle because i always have well i've had like part-time jobs and i hated them every second of every second i worked i was miserable um so I've always known from like the beginning, just seeing dad being self-employed and he always kind of, he didn't push it on us, but he kind of set this, like the tone and really like showed us like the beauty in it. And he wanted us to be self-employed, but didn't obviously force us to be. Um, but he was definitely like my inspo just because I saw how he lived and worked and he's like the hardest working man I know. And I think the reason we all are very hardworking people is because of him. And I think he's that way because his dad was. And guess what he did today? What? Took the day off. No way. I know. See, I'm shocked. shocked, you guys. I'm very shocked. He didn't take the whole day off, but of he course. instead of actually going out and selling, he actually is headed to the camper right now, Good. which is absolutely astonishing because that guy just never... He did his paperwork already, too, for this week. See, that's why he went. Cause he that's has never a thing. Done. No, he does that's it on never, Sunday It's night. usually sun, yep, Sunday night, and then he'll call me. He's like, hey, you going to go past the office on your way home? <laughs> no, but I can. All right, well, come get my tickets. Yeah, that's our dad. He work, 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 works. And we see the beauty in it, and there's not. there's also like some not there's, so beauty, there's always greats you know? and downfalls yeah. and so we'll kind of get into that but um that's more about like the work-life balance but essentially like i've always known i wanted to be self-employed and the thing is too it's not for everybody not everyone's meant absolutely. to be self-employed entrepreneurial absolutely we need people working nine to fives and i think some people that's they like that they like the structure of it they like just going to work and being able to unplug yep. i think that's a beautiful thing like I, I'm, this is not an episode of being like, you need to be an entrepreneur. You need to be in sales. You need to be self-employed. It's not, but it's just going to be talking about if you Gives do you a look be, into it. Yeah. A little taste of it and what it is like being it. Because like I said, there's beauty in it and there's some ugly in it as well. And it can be very, it's a it's lot hard. and it's not for everyone. So I think it's cool to like maybe test out and see. I think a lot of our generation is going this way though. I think a lot of people, Taylor and I were talking about this, actually my roommate and best friend, we were saying how. Um, I think this generation is kind of seen or no, it was my hair girl, my lash girl yesterday. We were saying how um, I think everyone's kind of honing in on their skills and their uniqueness and their like what they're passionate about. Like mine's health and fitness. Hers is hair and beauty. And like yours is. everybody's finding their niche they are they are and i think it's so cool because we're elevating it and we're turning it into a career and i think it's cool because i think 
once you have that passion within your job, it's a lot less money driven. And it's like, at least for me and her, we were saying like, obviously I want to make enough money to like pay my bills, but it's like, I do the work to help the people and be able to do what I'm passionate about doing every single day rather than like a cash out at the end of the week. And some people are money driven and motivated and that's great, but like you don't have to be in sales either. And I think it's cool when you are really doing something you're passionate about. I think the money becomes less. So what I'm going to say is it doesn't matter what you do when you're self-employed, it all comes down to sales. You have to be a salesman to be self-employed. I don't care what you're marketing, what you're doing. It yeah. really comes down to sales. That's the only job you can have and be self-employed. Yeah. There's nothing because else. Even for me, I'm sitting here selling myself on social media, right. like my personal brand. Even if I didn't sell anything on there, which I do sell products and I sell my right. programs and my <clears throat> training and all that. So I do a lot of sales. But even if I didn't do any of that, I'm still yep. selling. So to be an entrepreneur, you have to have sales. Like yeah. that uh, sales, saleability skills. Like yep. that's not even, it's the number one thing. If you, mm-hmm. if you don't have that, then... There's no more to go into. Right. Um, yeah, go on. Sales is hard though. Like it's like I said, it's not really for everyone because oh no, it's a lot of like things. I feel like you're kind of naturally you can like build skills in sales. Like you, anyone can be a salesman. But like some people, I feel like are naturally a bit better at it. Honestly, oh absolutely. Because first off, you have to be able to read people. Mm-hmm. It's a huge relationship. Like and. Person to person. And when you're selling, it doesn't matter what you're selling. You're selling yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If That's you're, if you're an entrepreneur, you are selling yourself. You're not selling a product. You're not selling a thing. You're not selling a service. You're selling yourself. If they don't like you, they're not going to nope. like your product. Exactly. It's as simple as that. And I think it's important, too, to, like, when you are selling, you need to, like, learn. This isn't really, like, exactly what you just said. But you need to learn your customer base. And you need to learn Absolutely. how to, like, communicate with those people. Because, yes. like... For me, I know my audience so well that I know like, and I'm not inauthentic and I'm not doing things to sell stuff. That's not what I'm trying to say. But it's like, even on the podcast, I know how to talk to you guys because I know my audience. Right. Like, I'm not going to talk to you guys like I'm talking to a football team of boys. Like my my audience is primarily females between ages of like 18 to 24. Like that is my main audience. So I communicate to that mass amount. Like I'm not going to say- And my customer base is 50 to 75 year old men, farmers. Farmers, literally. <laughs> and like it's completely different. So like you have to know that. Like you don't talk yes. to your customers the same way you talk to your buddies. Correct. And my girls are this, I talk to my followers and my listeners mm-hmm. the same way I talk to my girlfriends because they're the same. Like I view them as my friends. Yes. But if I'm walking to a business meeting with a bunch of business professionals or like the business people I work with, I talk to them differently. So it's like you need to learn. That's one thing I learned in college. I didn't learn a lot of things in college, but- the way to communicate in sales is something that I did learn. Um, <laughs> thankfully, at like $20,000, $40,000, much is I spent. scam. Oh, we can't even get started on that because I'll talk forever. But um, yes, being self-employed, there is just so many things to it. Um, I don't even know what else to say. I think we should just move into talking about like how you have to Moving be, on in. You have to be so disciplined to be self-employed. Like- the discipline it takes for... This is something I think I always looked up to dad too. No one was ever... He did not have set hours. And no one ever forced him to get up on a Monday morning or a Tuesday or a Wednesday or any day of the week and get up and go to work. He was up every morning. He would usually either be gone before we got up, but a lot of times he would stick around to see us in the mornings and then he'd be at the door and he wouldn't be back until like 7 o'clock at night. Like, But no one was forcing him to do that. Like That takes just pure self-discipline and drive and grit. And like it's not easy to do that every day. And like... It sucks. It does. Yeah, you. that's exactly what you do now. And, like, even for me, I – my job, I don't – I have certain deliverables I have to get done every single month, but I could do them all in one day. I could do them sprinkled throughout. I 
Like, I have the flexibility, but it's, like, I have to have the discipline to get that stuff done. But it's even hard because, like, even my posting schedule, like, for podcasting, I missed an episode last week. I shouldn't have done that. That was me not being hard enough on myself because no one was forcing me to get that in. Grow up, Chloe. But, like, a post, like, certain ads or something, I have to get it done. Like, I have a contract and I have people. I have to do it. But, like, my posting, like, I try to stay on on top of it because I'm a pretty self-disciplined person. Like, I upload on YouTube twice a week. I podcast once a week. I send out a newsletter once a week. I have clients once a week. Like... I post on Instagram every day, post on TikTok every day. And it's like, those are things I don't have to do, but I do because it's just routine. It's discipline. It's part of my job. And, and you have to make your discipline a routine. Yes. That's the only way to really stay in routine and on track. And you can't, you can't stray. No. Like, I don't know. I don't have the right word, but you can't, uh, right. Like you can't missing. let you, can't allow yourself to slack. Like no. there's no. And I did, and I'm mad. Like, I'm mad that I missed that episode last week. And this is honestly, like, good that we're talking about this because I, and, like, I was moving. And it wasn't for lack of effort. effort. It just didn't happen. Yes. And the thing is, too, you have to learn how to bounce back from that, though, because that could have derailed me. And I could have missed this week's episode and just been inconsistent, and that could have started, like, a pattern. But it's like, now this week we're doing two episodes, so this doesn't happen again. I have a backup now in case that happens because I'm not missing another uploading schedule. And that's literally what this episode is. It's pretty much a backup plan for when I don't have an episode that week and I can't get to it. Because I say too, like I hold myself to a certain standard with my content and stuff and I'm not just going to push content out if it's not high quality and worth your time and worth my time and anyone's time. So like last week when I could have filmed an episode, I was so utterly exhausted. Like I couldn't even think. Yeah. I was so tired and I wasn't just going to sit there and record a 30 minute episode and talk about something I didn't fully engage engage in and put my time and effort into so i'm like it's better i just don't do it and that's you have to learn kind of that fine line too in sales for you like if you're not you can't go in half prepared no if i have a half empty trailer and i'm halfway through the week and i don't have any more invoices and i show up to a farmer i'm like hey how are you today um you want to buy anything yeah no i can tell you exactly how it's going to go it ain't gonna work. No, there's that. you would have been better off not doing it. Yeah, and and that's what I did. I was like, it's better off just. And that not. goes into the discipline side of mm-hmm. being an entrepreneur is you have to be on it all the time, even in your free time. You're working. It's you're not. St- a it's a seven it's day job. Like twenty four seven. Yes, like we were talking mm-hmm. two weeks ago. I wanted. I really wanted to go to this motorcycle rally last week, and I did. But mm-hmm. I knew the week before that I had to bust it. Yeah. Like, before I, I go on trips, I do the same thing. I worked 88 hours in four days, four and a half days. That's only, like, six hours of sleep accumulated in four days. That's It was hard. Unhealthy, Anthony, let me Yeah, it's super you. good for you, so don't do that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I even before I go on trips and stuff, I have to get two weeks' worth of content and, like, do, like YouTube videos. Everything has to be prepped or I'm working on my trip, which yep. I of, often do. And when I'm on trips, I'm usually working. It's a work trip. But, um it's you never can shut off and if you if you are gonna give yourself a break you if you're not working you're not making money when you're self-employed and that's one thing i saw on dad growing up is like if he wasn't working that week he's a salesman so if he didn't work there was no check that week and so it was hard for him to take time off so it's like i i understand that now and before i I understood it but like now it's to a whole nother level because i'm like and there's a big part of really we don't we set money goals yeah we set money goals to have a goal it's not about the money. No, that's just like a driver, like a but little that, external yes, motivation. That that is it is to it is for nothing more than to have accountability. A goal. Yes, yes, it's an accountability. And and I think that's really important because a lot of people ask me, well, what would make you happy money wise? 
52 million a year. <laughs> Why? Because on you can say Wall Street, a million a week. Yeah, they he didn't make a million a week. If I'm gonna do, if I'm gonna set a goal that makes me happy money wise, it's gonna be a million dollars a week. Why? Because I couldn't spend it fast enough. Yeah, that's freaking like, insane. That's just it's an it's not even a real goal. No, like it's not even a thing. But no, money really just like it's just yeah. If you enjoy what you're doing. That's the most important mm-hmm. thing, in my opinion. Like, oh, if you genuinely completely. enjoy it, you will figure out how to afford what you need to yes. afford to do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing is, when you own a business, you're always broke. Like, I don't care. I don't care if you're the wealthiest person in the world. Yeah. You're still always broke because you're always reinvesting. You're always finding different things to invest in. You're always looking for other avenues. Like, yeah, it's always growing. Everybody thinks it just must be nice. It must be nice. No, it's not nice driving. Yes, it's nice to have a nice pickup, but it's not. For mm-hmm. me, it's for work. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it's not nice going in and spending $60,000 well, on a trailer. Felt, yeah, that's even how I felt like the apartment that I used to live in was expensive. And everyone's like, oh, must be nice to live in that. And it's like, I made that decision because I wanted like a nice for content. That was like, yeah. and that's going to sound so like, oh my God, she did that. But it's like part of the job. You kind of have to have like a certain, like you want to make your Aesthetic. videos appealing and like yeah. look nice. And that was one of the decisions. And one of me and my friends are talking about that. She's like, yeah, me and my husband, we splurged on a bigger, nicer apartment with literally white cabinets because it just looks nicer in content and that's part of our job. And I'm like, it's it must be nice living in that apartment. I didn't want to pay all the money I was paying to live in there. Oh, it Are was you ridiculous. Kidding? It was it almost was, three times my mortgage. Yeah, and it's like, I didn't want to do that, but it's me trying to reinvest back into myself. And like, I, it's, it's little things like that though. And even like, oh, you have a nice phone or you have a nice camera. It's like, I buy those things so I can make good, nice quality content. It's not really for my, it is for my enjoyment a little bit, but like, it's not. It's the, all about quality. It is, and it's it's it really all ties back to business and making like a smart, value based business. And decision. if you if you're trying to sell something and you don't fully believe in it, right, you're not going to sell very well. No, I'm here and that's to tell why you. it's so important to be passionate about like yes, what whatever you're selling. you're selling, you have to be confident that mm-hmm. it is a good quality product. Yeah, that's whatever right. you produce or whatever you're selling needs to be quality because. Mm-hmm. That's a huge Anybody thing. can get on the internet and find anything for less. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's Amazon dupes for everything. Like, my yeah. job. Like, I, I've i learned and, like, I've heard people say this before I got into, like, my career and, like, influencing and making getting brand deals and working with brands as an athlete and affiliate and stuff. It's like, at first, you do take every brand deal because it's new and it's cool. You're getting paid for stuff. You're doing all this. And it's just kind of part of it, I think. But then after a while, you realize, like, no, 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 no. Like, stop it. Back up. Like, you... And I can hardly say, like, I only work with brands and products that I truly love and I'm passionate about and, like, I use on a daily basis. And so it's, like, that's how I've learned that importance of that is because, like, I make sales on the stuff that I truly believe in. Like, my activewear, I wear this every single day. I love it. The protein powder, I drink it twice a day because I love it. The vitamins I take, I take them because they help me and they're healthy. You know, like, it's in my training. Like, I train my clients how... I'm passionate about training and it's like if that and I work with clients who are also like aligned with that and so it's really just important to I don't know just believe in what you're you have to yeah and that's when you're when we say this is a seven day a week thing we are fully invested in this at all times and anybody that's around us ends up being invested in it with us it's not a choice um, it's what you have to do to be successful. Mm-hmm. It just kind of becomes who you are. You, like you, you do don't get your... to be a part-time, no. one foot in, one foot out. And it is scary. Oh, yeah. that's, that's But when... the one thing I was going to say that I totally forgot because we've talked so much already is 
I started mowing lawns at nine years old. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I didn't like I just, so I guess I've always kind of been self-employed mm-hmm. in quotes because I've made flyers and I just went around and yeah. mowed lawns. Like it was just. Do you want to mow mine? <laughs> no. I hate mowing. As a matter of fact, I think my mower's blown up and like, I'm just going to call my neighbor and tell him to f- do it because I cannot stand mowing, but, but it was a way of money mm-hmm. and I did a good job of it. Yeah. But after 18 years of mowing, I'm just burnt out of it. I mean, I used to do 25 yards a week. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's... And on top of having a full-time job. Oh, my gosh. I did not know that. Yeah. So, and that's another thing is just because one thing doesn't work out doesn't mean that there's not another avenue. Right. You know, I always wanted to do five-star. I graduated high school early. I had a van set up, and then on a, uh, my uncle that owns five-star the business I work for, um, said, nope, you need to be 25 and have a college degree. Well, I'm not going to college. I don't want to go to college. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to wait until I'm 25 to start a career. So I went to college for landscaping because that's what I was already doing anyway. And Mm -hmm. to be honest, it was a complete waste of time. But I ended up starting a landscape business with another guy, and it is very successful now. I made a lot of poor choices in life and ended up with nothing out of the deal, which is okay because it's my own fault. Mm-hmm. But I'm very happy to see that he's very successful. Yeah. It's awesome. And mm-hmm. and when I was working there and we were building that company, we built it off of quality. Yeah. We were winning awards in Chicago for the highest quality landscape designs. Jeez. I mean, we were, you know, just to go back to the same point, mm-hmm. quality is what sells. If you want to sell something cheap, yes, you can get by and yes, you can do it. Mm-hmm. But it's not the way to run a business, no. though. Okay. It's just not, in my opinion. You can always have somebody. So there will always be somebody cheaper and lower quality. Mm-hmm. And I firmly believe in buying quality products and keeping quality in my life. I don't care if I have the most stuff. I care about having the highest quality stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, from my shirts to the motorcycle parts I put in bikes. I don't go buy the Amazon cams because they're $300 cheaper. Actually, I did an experiment, and I bought an Amazon cam, and I bought uh, Andrew's cam. It's a, a brand. Mm-hmm. Exact same cut. Get them out of the box. That Amazon one was a complete pile of shit, and it was supposed to be an Andrew's cam. It was on Amazon as Andrew's EV27 cam, so it should have been an Andrew's EV27 cam mm-hmm. in a box. No, it was an Amazon knockoff, and the I know you guys don't know what I'm talking about, but the yeah. pitch of it, of the part wasn't even right hmm. that is a very critical part of an engine yeah I don't know very critical part of an engine if that doesn't work right the engine will not run <laughs> that, that just proves your point right there yes yeah i i also believe in quality of like quality over quantity in any sort of light like in anything so like a friend's quantity over quality and i don't know you just said that backwards but i get it quality over quantity you said quantity over quality but it's okay. Well, you guys know what I meant. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, people that tell me that they have tons of friends, I... Okay. Yeah. Well, how many friends do you have? Five. I, I have five. I just... I, yeah, I really? really? You only have five me. friends? I'm like, yeah, I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people, and I know a lot of great people. Yeah. But when I call somebody a friend, that's a whole different ball game that most people haven't ever even seen. Uh-huh. I mean, I hold myself to a very high level of accountability, and they have to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's good. Some good stuff. But yeah, being self-employed takes a lot of discipline and you got to know 
you just there's gotta be something in you. You gotta have that driving force, and it's gotta be a lot of like people a passion. Ask, yeah, and a lot of people ask, how do you get into it? Just start. You'll figure mm-hmm. it out. There's no perfect right. cookie cutter way to start a business. That's there's how no uh, most of them are started on accident. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It, it wasn't even purposeful that it That's ended up the way it is. That's how my social media thing happened. It wasn't like my intent was never to be doing what I'm doing now. I, was, I did dirt work for 10 years. Yeah. I didn't plan on doing five star. Yeah. And then I got a phone call. and It just happens. Life I almost life. didn't do it. That's crazy. And I just can't even imagine No. anymore not, not doing it. That's great. Yeah. I feel like you've been doing it forever and it hasn't even been that long. A year and a half. It's not a long time at all. Like, I've, that's crazy. But now I want to talk about kind of like work-life balance of being self-employed because I think that for me is the hardest part because like we said, it's hard to shut it off. Like at least for my job, because that's all I have experience in, is like I'm con- like I, I can't I can't shut it off. I, I literally cannot. I'm constantly thinking like like today in between these, we just filmed two episodes. I was taking photos in between episodes. And then it's like I just, oh, I see something content. I see something video. I'm thinking about the next thing I need to do. And there's always something to do. I think as a business owner, you always have something to do. Like I never can ever check anything off my checklist. And that's hard because I'm a, I'm a checklist girl. And I like to just like get like in high school, I'd get all my work done by like one Tuesday or Wednesday, all my homework, because I just liked knowing I'm like done and it's I can done. breathe. But like, I, you can't do that as a business owner because there's, there's always, always more. something to do. And yep. it's exhausting, honestly. It really is. And it's like, you just have to kind of learn how to like deal with it and little by little. And, and stop. Like and, at some and point and off. just walk yeah. away. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it. we both sacrifice a lot of time to make these podcasts. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, I should be out working right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had five phone calls since we've been sitting here. We can pause it. No, it's fine. They can wait. But that's the work-life balance part mm-hmm. that we're talking about right now. Like, that's literally yeah. it. Um, it never ends. You're never going to have a perfect work-life balance. There's always sacrifice. Yeah. Something is going to sacrifice. Either way, there is a negative and a positive to any scenario. Like, right. you'll never have the perfect work-life balance. That's not a real no, thing. I agree. Um. And then I actually have another business on top of my main business, and that takes a lot of time as well. So you have to try and decipher how much to put into that. To each bucket. Because I feel like a lot of a lot of self-employed people, too, have multiple streams, like multiple things, multiple side right. hustles and stuff. And like me, I do – my job is really hard to explain to like a person, but I'm like, I do 10 different things. I run a YouTube channel. I run a podcast. I run coaching. I run social media. I, I there's like a million different ways I make money and work and a lot of self-employed people don't just have one like job they have multiple so yeah the work-life balance plus balancing your different avenues of work is another struggle too but you just have to I think you kind of have to like live it and experience it and go through it and then kind of like plan it out and organize it and learn how to structure it for your day-to-day because it gets like messy and stressful. It really does. And, and the longer even, you put it off, the worse it gets. Right. Oh, yes. Completely agree. But like me even moving from my apartment to my house, this whole week was so weird because it was like I was trying to reorganize my routines and my habits and juggle everything. And it was weird. Like it's hard, but it's just kind of part of it. I don't know. I I love it though because you have the flexibility of making your own. So there's so much beauty in it. You know? Like oh, there's, I wouldn't trade it for the world. capped out at any any income amount you know you're not capped out on the amount of work you can produce and how many things you can do and how many things you can sell and 
There's I think you're always striving for more. If yeah. you're if you're a good entrepreneur, you're always looking for new avenues. You're always looking for more. You're always looking for the next step. Mm-hmm. But it's exciting. It's it not is exciting. dragging. It's not a job. It's, it's not overwhelming. It is, yeah. but like not like oh my god, I have so many things to be doing. It well, it's of. containable. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a good excitement. Like it's like I you when you think about your future, it's like cool and it's yeah. exciting because you know there's so much more to come. Yes. So I think that's what kind of keeps me going too. Is like. I'm here, but like I can be there. I don't know. Yep. It's just a growth mindset with business and all of that. But I, I could never go back to like working for somebody because in my mind, I was just making other people money while busting my butt and then not benefiting myself at all. So I feel like when I'm working for myself, I'm benefiting myself plus creating a stream of income and then also helping people. Like it's very fulfilling to be a business owner and like entrepreneurial, at least in the work that I'm in. Like, I this kind of ties back to what we were saying about like money and stuff. It's like I don't work for a certain like paycheck. It's like truly like building that relationship with your customer or your client, helping them, and then the money just kind of comes. Like when you focus on like the non financial aspect of it, I think that's what's like helped me produce my best work. Yep. And the quality of it and the quantity of it, even like everything. I think if you get focused on on the money part of it, you'll be very disappointed. Yeah, because you're going to be spending a lot of it. Yeah. First off, your brain's going to hurt. Yeah. For how much you spend. I mean, I have around $300,000 invested. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I don't have that much invested. I mean, I, but it doesn't end. I, no. I still have to buy another trailer. Mm-hmm. I still have to buy a new truck. I still have to buy inventory i still have to pay for fuel every week i still have yeah. to sit in hotels every week like you're playing a whole different game of numbers yeah and that's what you have to realize um because the hours and the time don't outweigh the pay no no that's why you have to be passionate about it yeah because it's got to be like fulfilling you better enjoy it yeah the all every step of the way because it is expensive Right, and I think that's the difference between working for someone too. Is like you don't have the costs; you there's just no make cost. money, except for the your time. And, and there's, there's other no there costs, but it's like in a different sense, you know. And there's no risk. Right. And I think if you have a business idea, do a soft way or a version, and do a lot of research before you just jump. We're not telling you to go start a cake decorating business if you don't even have an oven. Right. You know, right. like. <laughs> You have to be rational with your decisions. You mm-hmm. can't just do it because, oh, I, well, I, I love building choppers. Yeah. yeah, well, choppers don't make money. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. They never will. Nobody else likes them. That's my passion, but... It's not it's, realistic. Yep, yeah, it's just not attainable. Yeah. Um, so you have to find something that is worth your time mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um I guess that's where I was going with that. Is you just you have to make sure that it's a real thing. Yeah. You know, I hear a lot of people have business ideas, and I don't try and shut them down, but I'll ask them a few questions. Mm-hmm. Well, why are you trying to ask that? Well, if you're bothered by that, yeah, you haven't even seen what's below the surface. That was a surface question. Mm-hmm. You're you're bothered by that. Wait till you see what's below the surface. Yeah, that reminds me. It makes me think of like just how resilient you have to be as like an entrepreneur and like self-employed because you're gonna fail. You're gonna have business ideas that fail. You're gonna have like launches that flop. You're gonna have things that it's not always linear. You know, it's a freaking it's roller coaster. Linear. It's a freaking roller coaster. And like even 
in every aspect. Like there's gonna be so many highs and lows, and so it really takes that. And you cannot be dependent on your income. No, you can't be like. Wait, that's oh, the hardest part. Is you yeah. never you can't you can't spend so a lot. And I'm not saying everybody does this, but this is a, a true fact. A lot of people live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, they know what they're gonna have next week. Yeah, so they'll run that bad boy yeah. down. Mm-hmm. We don't know no, what we it's have. So hard to be like, how much money did it make? I'm like, I don't know. Depends. I just like make sure that the account's not zero. Yeah, I have I a mean, goal and I hit it, yeah. and then I then it's. I, I truly make sure the account's not zero. Yeah. I mean, I, I I have a certain amount of money that I have to have that I call my operating expense. And I cannot dip below that number because if something goes wrong or if I have a bad week, mm-hmm. that money has to be there. Yeah, that's how. And and a lot of people don't realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's stressful it's in sales, like just in sales in general. Like you can't control it necessarily no. at all. No. Like you can do the same thing every single day and you're not going to get the same outcome. One thing that might work with one person yeah. probably isn't going to work with another. And like just the environment, society and everything, like the economy, it all affects it. So it's like people are going to be buying then people aren't going to be buying. People are going to be saving. Things come in and out of trends. Like so many factors go into sales. It's like baseball. When you're on the plate, sometimes you hit a home run, sometimes you hit a grand slam, sometimes you strike out. Yeah. You never know. I mean, really. I mean, that, yeah. as bad as it sounds, there's no guarantee. Mm-hmm. There's not one single guarantee. The only guarantee I can tell you is I guarantee it's going to take a lot of time. Mm-hmm. It's going to, you better be invested. That's the only guarantee I can make you about um, being an entrepreneur or being self-employed um, is that, you better be ready for the ride mm-hmm. and hang on tight. Yeah, because it's a roller coaster. But it's fun, and it I is. enjoy it. And you I appreciate it. So do I. I like. I wouldn't want to do anything else. Like I'll always, even if I'm not in the same like fitness, wellness, lifestyle, like niche of work, I will still like. I think my goal is to always be self-employed. Like I never want to yep. work for somebody ever again. Especially even too like growing up, like seeing mom, she just stay at home. But then like. She worked previous to me being alive, and then she got, like, a side job, kind of, yep. when we were in high school. But it's, like, just seeing the difference between she would always have to work when she didn't want to. And then there was dad who, like, worked when he wanted to. But he always wanted to is the thing. But, like, yes, it was, like, you can take the holidays off. You can take a weekend off. Like, dad. Well, and, and that's one thing, not to cut you off, but I think it's really important for me. Mm-hmm. Every single weekend is a vacation. Yeah. Every single weekend. People people with nine to fives, and I've noticed this. This is just something I've noticed. I'm not mm-hmm. saying everybody does this. They get excited for their one week of vacation they get a year. Yeah. And then once they get back, they are miserable. Well, right, because they have to wait Absolutely another year to six miserable. months for another one. But when you have... I could not live that way. Mm-mm. I live every weekend like it's a vacation. And, yeah. and it truly is for me. It's a, it's a break from... Work. And that's what I'm working on because I, on my other hand, I work through the weekends. Weekends are work days. Sundays used to be my busiest days of the week. Well, Sundays I work through. And it's hard because it's like, that's where I struggle with work-life balance. And I think I need to be better about unplugging. But then it's so hard because it's so hard to rationalize like missing well, out. Because when you're not working, you feel like you're getting behind. Because so someone's always out working. Let's you know? go through a week work week for ourselves. I'll go. Sunday is drive out. anywhere from a six hour drive to an 11 hour drive Mm. on Sunday. I try and leave as late as possible to get to the hotel around 11 or midnight. And keep in mind you're working, but you're not making any money doing that. Yes. That is all cost. That's 10 miles to the gallon. 
another business call. So that's seven so far. Um, so Sunday, at least eight hours. By the time I get my trailer hooked up and I get the truck loaded, but that I make lunch on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I get all my paperwork ready for yeah. that. I set up my route. I Then I drive to the hotel. So mm-hmm. probably I have 12 hours on Sunday into working. Mm-hmm. Monday morning, 5.30 or 6 a.m., I'm up. I work till 8 or 9 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. I go back. To, I find a hotel. I check in. Mm-hmm. I go eat dinner. And then I do paperwork. Mm-hmm. So it's usually 11.30 when I fall asleep. Mm-hmm. 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning, back up. Mm-hmm. Packed up, hit the road. That's Tuesday. Same exact thing as Monday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Now, if I had a really good week, by Wednesday at 6 o'clock, I'm probably headed home because the trailer is empty. Yeah. Now, it might be my last appointment on Wednesday. I'm feeling good. He's a good customer. We talked for two hours. Okay, so now I'm not leaving there until 8 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. I got a nine-hour drive home. I'm not getting home until 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. I get home. I attempt to sleep. Mm-hmm. Don't necessarily sleep. Mm-hmm. So that's Thursday. I'm usually up by 8 at the latest, headed to the shop, turn in my tickets, finish up my paperwork, and then restock my trailer and then work in Iowa. Mm-hmm. And then Fridays, I tried to take off. Mm-hmm. I've had seven phone calls in 33, 33 minutes. minutes. Jeez. So that's how my days go. Saturdays, I try and take off. You still get phone yeah. calls. But then, too, you have your side business that you... And then on top of that, I have a partner, and we flip vehicles, fix vehicles, flip vehicles, and real estate. <laughs> There's not enough time in the day for what I do. I know. I, that's how I feel, too. And I have enough hours in the day to get everything done. So it really never ends. Like, even when you don't think you're doing stuff for mm-hmm. work, you're still doing stuff mm-hmm. for work. Well, even for me, like, my job when I'm in the gym, I'm technically not working, but I'm building, like, a physique. I'm building... I'm filming workouts. I'm doing all this. It's like... Yeah. Even that is work. Like, yeah. just, I could skip the gym, and it's like, I'm skipping out on my career, my job. Like, I'm a personal trainer. I'm a info, fitness influencer, in air quotes. But, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yep. even little things like that. But, I mean, I could I can't even go through my week because it's so different every single day. Like, I try to have a routine, and I think that's hard for me because I don't have one. I'm a very routine person. But, like, it's so different. Like, I, I mean, I upload. I have routines for uploading. Like, YouTube Sundays, Mondays is newsletter podcast um and i have all my client calls and all my client check-ins so i program all of them for the week and then tuesdays is finishing up anything i didn't get done monday but then it's also like i have to get new content for instagram for tiktok for everything and it's always i'm always doing that but then i have emails and it's a different amount of emails every day and like like you with the phone calls and as a content creator you're creating content and i'm like a lifestyle kind of vibe too so it's like I film things outside of the gym. It's not just in the gym. So I'm, I'm, my brain's always on. I'm always taking photos of something. I'm always trying to think of the next thing or I don't know. It just never ends. And my brain's always like thinking of the next thing I can do. And I don't know. I just, I can't even explain to you my week because it's so different, but essentially I'm never not working. And when I'm not working, I'm thinking about how I probably should be working. And that's my like downfall, I think, because I, I there's always more to do. Like we always feel like we should be working like this morning it was hard to sleep in the extra hour well no that oh. was easy so i was tired i was real tired see i didn't want to do that but i knew i needed to do that oh like, yeah you know I you have to i wanted to be up at 5 30 but i yeah. knew that there was no way i could do another day yeah of... no yesterday i was so exhausted from getting up early yeah. every day because i had to because i had other things i had to get to the gym because it's i have to get that in it's a non-negotiable for me and 
I was exhausted. So last night when you're like 6.30, I'm like, no, we got to do 7.30. Like I needed that sleep, but I feel like... I'm not sure that I would have been there at 6.30. No, I was so tired yesterday, but I don't know. I didn't get home until 1.30. Yeah, you're yawning now, but it's just, it's, I don't know. There's just, it's never ending and it's very unstructured. And that's something you have to kind of get used to, I guess, and be okay with. And you're going to make a plan. And it's, and it's going to go right out the window. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you have to make plans. You, you have, have to, to be make able to goals, adjust but you, and re-navigate. Yes, yes, but you cannot be stuck if it doesn't go your yeah. way. Like It's not going to go your way. No. I'm just here to tell you. Like, it it, won't. Something won't change. Variables. There's too many variables. When, you, when you're running the show, there's mm-hmm. so many variables that you just have to keep what I call rolling with the punches. Yeah. That sounds negative. I should. I wish I could find a better positive way to say it, but... Really, that's what it is, is you just keep it rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, you're always going to feel like you can do more, mm-hmm. but be happy with what you are doing. Yeah, you. I think it's super, super easy to like kind of push aside all that you've accomplished and all that you've done, you know, because it's like you're always thinking forward and thinking about the next thing and breaking the last goal. Um, so it is hard to like be proud of everything you do do. Do do. <laughs> like like <laughs> get accomplished. Like, in the week, I just feel like sometimes, like, it's a big deal that I can still every week get all my deliverables done and all this done, but then it's like, I don't feel accomplished unless I'm doing another thing, an extra thing every single week. And it's like, I got to just understand, like, I made it that far. Um, but then too, like, I don't know, I think the biggest thing for me is like, you have to be so resilient and just be okay with failing because you're going to fail. It's going to happen. Yep. And it's just part of it. It's part of life. It's part of business. It's part of being self-employed. Um, but the main takeaway is really from that, what we just talked about was like, you got to be okay with not having like routine set schedule. You're probably going to be working more than you're not. And if you're not, you're probably going to be wishing you did. And I think every entrepreneur wish, I think every person's like that, but they wish they weren't. Yeah. And, um, cause it's not good. I don't want to be like, you need to be working 24 seven. That's not healthy. And that's not good. You have to have that balance, but it's a struggle for every single person I've ever met in the, like industry. Um, and yeah, I guess we were going to kind of talk about just like commission based careers, but I feel like we kind of touched on that, but I think it's, that's just like kind of that driving force, that external motivation. And I think that's what keeps people going because well, it keeps you at your A game and keeps you putting in yeah. your best effort. Because I think when you work like a nine to five, you can kind of half ask things, you know, yeah, cause you it's not slack it. And I think you bring your best quality. Well, I read an article and they said that most people can get all their work done in an hour and a half that they have eight hours to do. Mm -hmm. When Mm -hmm. you're a business owner, you have an hour and a half to get get eight eight hours hours. worth of work done. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest difference. And there is no hourly paycheck. You no. don't get to depend on a paycheck. No. You don't get to depend on a person. You don't get to depend. I had five customers this week that are usually huge customers, spent less than one-tenth of what they normally do. I didn't plan on them yeah. spending any money. Yeah. But it is definitely still What's frustrating. What's that saying? It's like prepare for the worst, expect the best. Or what is it? Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. You got to prepare. Yeah, prepare for the worst. Expect the best and you'll Gosh, I can't think of it. I feel like it's end something up like something. That. Somewhere in the middle? I don't know. Yes. But it's like you just gotta be always prepared for like yeah. everything. But you can't focus on all the negatives. You gotta have a very positive mindset with it. Oh yeah. Oh um, and I, there's days that you have really slow days. I have extremely tough goals to hit for yeah. myself. 
purely just to have goals, but you'll have a super slow day and it's like, man, I'm out here just grinding and it's just mm-hmm. not coming together. At the end of the day, you look at it and you're like, wow, well, shoot, man, that better day than I thought I had. Yeah. You don't even realize it because you just, you're always looking forward yeah, instead of what's what going saying. on right next to you. Yeah. And I don't consider phone calls work. Mm-hmm. I should, but I don't. They are I'm, for sure work. And I tell people, you know, I don't care if it's Sunday at midnight, you get a hold of me. And, uh, so you know, it, yeah. we'll figure it out. Right. I'm going to get you taken care of. I'm, I'm your guy. That's what I am with my clients. I'm like, text me whenever, when you need anything. Like, you're going to have to be there back yeah. and call. But I want to be. That's the thing. Like, it's not like it's, I don't know. That's why it's really important to be passionate about it. But like we said, it's not for everyone. And it's okay if you, it's not for you. But it's awesome if it is for you because there's so much beauty in it. I feel like we talked about a lot of, like, the hard things. But like, there's so much good in it because it's so fulfilling. It's very flexible. It keeps you motivated and growing. There's so much growth within it. I've learned so much about myself and other people and communicating relationships. And it put me out of my comfort zone time and time again. You're going to be uncomfortable 90% of the time. I embrace that part of it. Yeah. Sales is uncomfortable in general. Like, oh, it's yeah. so awkward and so uncomfortable. Like, I hate pushing things on people. And that's why... I don't normally like oh by like I even have a hard time when people will comment on my TikTok and be like what are you wearing and it'll be something I'm like have a discount code for and it's like I am helping them by saving them money to use my code but then it's like I feel like it's too much to be like code Chloe but it's like that literally will save you 10 20 percent but it's like I don't want to come off being like oh my shorts are from here like define use my code I don't know it's hard because it's just uncomfortable like it's not my intention and sometimes it's hard to on social media to like not yep. mislead you know right. but i don't know i think it's really important to be authentic know your customer base be disciplined um but the out like outcome and what you gain by it is so worth it to me i agree it's i wouldn't trade it for the world wouldn't trade it for the world i love it's stressful though it really really is because it's so uncertain like especially at my young age too it's like everyone's getting at my position i just graduated college all my friends are getting their like actual big girl big boy jobs and then it's like i'm kind of still doing what you've been what i've been doing i've been working and so it's just stressful because it's like i'm at that point where it's like i need to be making like a salary base what i would be if i was working there's no sunshine or rainbows either like people want to think that they should be praised for what they're doing there is no praising in this Mm -mm. industry uh in self and being self-employed like you're doing it for yourself. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's just a grind, and you gotta love it because nobody's gonna love no you for it. No one's gonna love your business and your job as much as you do. No, you know, and like, and, but you have to be passionate. If you're passionate about it, people appreciate how genuinely passionate you are about it's it. They're inf- going it's to respect contagious. you for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And I really surround myself with only entrepreneurs. I, that's not a bad thing. No, if you're not, but, but it's it important just, to surround yourself in a circle of people that you want you to You habitually become. turn yeah. into that. Yeah. Well, you know, where, where, whatever you're doing is where you're going to find yourself. Right, right. Exactly. So. Like, if you're a teacher, you're going to find yourself around a lot of teachers. Like, it's just, that's it. Like, yeah. it's just how it, no matter what the career is. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I guess do you have anything else to share about it? It's kind of all the things I wanted to touch. Try it. At least give it a shot. I think, too, like, just your side hustle. Find your passion and see if you can, like, make it a side hustle. Yeah. Like, if you're good at drawing, start selling your drawings. Or start doing animated stuff. Or, I don't know, there's just a million ways to make a million dollars. And everyone has a skill. Everyone has a passion. Everyone has something. And you can turn it into Quit a falling into corporate and be local. That's what I would 
be local. Yeah, Challenge as a business people. owner, you really Support have a new perspective on small We're very businesses. lucky in Iowa where we live. We don't have a whole lot of chain restaurants. No. We have a ton of local places, and yeah. it's just awesome to see that. We have some some parts of town that are all local businesses, and yeah. um, it's a really big thing where we're at to mm-hmm. to is. have that. And uh, I don't know, I just I love that about where we are. Yeah, um, I agree. Really authentic around here. Wholesome and authentic. Yeah. yeah, that's why I do love Iowa, and it'll be people are like. Why do you live in Iowa? Like, I am going to Arizona to taste something new, but, like, Iowa will always be, like, home. Yep. It, but, I don't there's, know. There's always beauty everywhere you are. You just have to look for it. Right. Right, right. I totally agree. Okay, well, that wraps up this episode. Um, we can do maybe, like, a little Q&A on business kind of stuff sometimes. I feel like that could be interesting, but um, thanks for listening. Love you guys so much, and we'll chat later. Bye. See ya.